This podcast contains explicit content. What we're going to talk about tonight will be disturbing to some people. Hardly focused. I will eat your ass. This is Hardly Focused. Oh my God. No, not no, please. Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. Son of a bitch, son of a bitch. He comes out with a five-gallon bucket of steaming hot water and douses it in time. Yo, this country man or woman, it's crazy. Crazy. You know there's only like one lady holding the whole damn thing together, right? And you think some broken rear's gonna keep her down? Hell no, and hell no. Ginsburg. This is the URBG. She thought they said illegal alien signed up. Anytime, anywhere. Welcome to Hardly Focused, uh, packed episode today. A big old packed episode. Jack Gill, Mike Tarara, Kevin Barbary. Hello. Hello, everybody. Oh, man. Do you have those alien drops all the time or those for me? Uh, those are for you. Aww. I loaded in a couple today. <laughs> nice. Just for you, Kevin. What's the matter? The food ain't that bad, baby. This is the 474th episode. It is the 20th of September. And uh, this is a, a... I got a lot of stuff I got to plug in a moment here, but there, this is a memorable episode because for years i've been trying to get uh former waf co-hosts on uh this podcast and i've succeeded but every time that happens mike tarara for one reason or another is unavailable (laughs) i don't know why it's fucking weird that way so for the first time i finally got 
Someone from AAF, Kevin Barbary, and Mike Ferrara in the same room together. Uh, so to kind speak. of. How about yeah. that? I knew both. Of, I knew both of you, and you were just little young piglets. Yeah. And now you're big fat piglets. Yes. Yes. With families and homes of your own. Yeah. You look at you. Just look at us. We're making him so proud. <laughs> I, I well, I'd, I'd hope we're making him proud. Um, one thing I, I want to do right off the bat, and I'm, and I, I hope this works. I have nothing planned for for it though, in terms of like script or anything. But uh, both both Mike and Kevin, and I'll say that Mike and Kevin, they're they're the kind of people that you have to say their whole name. You can't just say Mike and Kevin. You have to say <laughs> Mike Trara, Kevin Barber. Yeah, and it's weird because I I want to point out that we can see Mike, but he's got his camera beside him, so I feel like I'm watching him drive somewhere. Like you can see both of us like full on. Maybe that's his good side. I can only see the side of his head, so it looks like he's you know taking a test or something. <laughs> it's his yeah. Well, it's his good side, right? Okay. Turn to the left. Yeah. Are you like two? There he is. Oh boy, <laughs> I was worried you were like going to be two faced or something. <laughs> you know, he's like it's like Beavis. Uh, on Beavis and Bye, Beavis was he's always, always to the side. He's always looking to the side. Very rarely did ever even look like face on ah! the camera. Yes. Um, okay. So no scripted uh, section here. It was uh, going to be uh, both of you do a mean Christopher Walken impression. Okay. I mean, it's no Kevin Pollock, but yeah. And uh, I, I'm wondering if we can pull this off. <clears throat> Dueling Walkins. <clears throat> well. I want to thank one of our sponsors today. It's a new business I've started. It's I've taken the hair of a llama and I've combined it with hemp and it's called a uh, alpaca bowl. It's um bowls made from genuine llama hair and CBD oil and you can eat out of them and then you can eat them or you can smoke them. I don't know what you do with your bowls. It's alpaca bowl. The number's 1-800- Llama, llama. <laughs> Mike, I, I I I have to stop laughing before I even start. <laughs> Mike, we're all counting on you. This is your turn, man. Don't blow it. I don't. Uh, I don't know what to do. It's such a an amazing Christopher Walken across the screen. I was freaking out listening and. I might have grabbed my pants. <laughs> good good news. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body showed no signs of cancer. The autopsy shows it. <laughs> Just like the Supreme Court, that joke was ruthless. Thanks. A little delay on the drum. I had to run across the room and rim shot my own joke. It was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, I, I, I can't. I can't even give a beat. What's the fucking legend? I feel so bad about the death of that woman who kept getting in trouble for stealing food from people's tables in restaurants, Booth Raider Ginsburg. I was very saddened. To hear that Booth Raider had been leaving this planet, this mortal coil. Back to you, Mike. 
We might have to cut some of these RIP <laughs> RBG jokes. It's the only thing I got that's topical. <laughs> Too fucking soon. Oh, tra tragedy. With time. With comedy. Oh my God. Uh, Mike, you're in front of royalty. <laughs> I am. You're, perform you're, you're, you're like the oh. court jester. You're oh performing my God. for the king. Yeah, it's. Yeah. it's uh... And if you fail, you'll be uh, sent to the. Uh, there's the trenches. Look, I had this microphone on my ass for two years. Books <laughs> couldn't get it. That's why your, your face is right. so, your face is so close to it. <laughs> I, knock knock. <laughs> Who's there? Punch. Punch who? A punchline, but I'm afraid it's not very good. Oh, that's <laughs> kind of subpar <laughs> for your jokes. But I. Uh, Appreciate the effort. Yeah. <laughs> All right, one more. Uh, ooh. Now, now I'm got to be over prepared. I thought Mike was going to do some of this segment. I, I thought I was going to, but my God, you uh, got nothing. No, you got nothing, nothing. compared to your amazing abilities. It's I, maybe I, with my kids, I can read some "Good Night <laughs> Moon" to you. <laughs> But that's all I got. <laughs> all right. There we go. Dueling Christopher Walkins, ladies and gentlemen. Your daughter, your house, it's on fire. You got to get home. You got to save her. There you go. It's in the dead zone. Oh. <laughs> uh, thank you both. Uh, and I actually gave Mike the heads up that we were going to do this. So Yeah, I'm still not. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, have, having to go against uh, Barbary is, is, uh, is, is a tough feat right there. The no. man of a thousand voices. But you did it, and I'm proud of you. Uh, and um, I'm sorry, not actually a thousand voices, nine hundred ninety-seven voices, something like that. Yeah. The thing about voices, you have to make sure you age with the people who do the voices. They'll be like, ah, man, eh, it kind of sounds like him, and it doesn't really sound like yeah. that now. But then you, as you get older, you know, your voice it kind of it goes. Isn't that right, Morgan Freeman? Yes, that's absolutely right. The older I get, the less I sound. Like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. You you got all your teeth replaced or something? What happened? Well, well, I went out on a date with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and that was the, end, the end of it. Wow, it's very disrespectful, Morgan. I can't believe you said something about RBG again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is a, this is the entire show. <laughs> uh, Kevin, was it weird? Uh, Remember when... Uh, I mean, I, I do a mean uh, RBG impression. Was that it? <laughs> well, you're supposed to age with the character, right? Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what? Bravo. That was funny. Um, it, was it weird at all doing the Morgan Freeman impression uh, when the Me Too thing happened? Because remember, he got lumped in with, with people. Uh, it didn't affect the work I get doing him. Um, <laughs> I, I think that kind of got passed over because so many people were part of that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, you know, kind of... We knew for sure this person did it, and this person we were kind of like, well, and then some of it was kind of like a gray area, and uh, but no, he's he, he's still playing. He's on. no Harvey Firestein, Weinstein, Harvey Firestein. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't think as many people would care if I'm. Oh my God, I touched twenty people. Oh crap, <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, it's the only. 
attempted impersonation I'll do in front of Kevin is my Harvey Firestein, at which point I just shred my vocal cords. That's all you do is grab a handful of gravel from outside, just shove it in your mouth, and you're good to go. And that's Harvey Firestein. Steven, let us work on magic. Homer, my mother always taught me to never kiss a fool. <laughs> I just remember him in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. He was Ron yes. Williams' brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Independence Day. And, oh, my God. Uh, I forgot about Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With, with his best line. Was it just like, oh, crap. And then that was Oh, it. crap. He sounds like the phone with his therapist, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And then uh, Bill. Do you do Bill Cosby? Uh... I mean, I could I could do a passable Bill Cosby. I don't know what I would say. Though. That's okay. You know, I just, I just, would you like a drink? That's actually a really good Cosby. You know how the kids love Jello pudding. If you come home and the wife is mad at you because you put an amphetamine in somebody's drink, you just. <laughs> Oh my god, he is the greatest comedian ever. Can we hear that punchline again? Can we hear that punchline again? You got some Classic. Oh my god. Oh jeez. Oh, no. No, not no, please. No, not that no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um quickly, uh I, I said I had a lot of stuff to plug and completely forgot about it. Um we're on uh, every, I, I think every podcast app available, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just search for Hardly Focus there. Uh, we're on YouTube and you can watch this episode and portions of this episode on our YouTube channel at hardlyfocused.com slash YouTube. There's a lot of hardlyfocused.com slash coming up. So get ready for that. Uh, we have our store that we just launched. Kevin, you actually have right next to you one of the uh, stickers that we have available. Look. Very nice. Very nice. Let me hold that up for your five viewers. Look how big that thing is. It's huge. It's backwards. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah. So we've got that. Uh, we've shirts. Got shirts. Face masks. Yep. Including what I call the family-friendly black, white, and orange shirt. Uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> uh, the... Uh, Kevin, for oh, of course, it's transparent. Can you explain that to the older folks? I don't understand what that sound was. Uh, well, there's a certain website. Yes. Uh, and um, I it, recognize the sound, but I don't. I can't identify it. It's not the it's not the kind of website you you pull up when you're at work or at school. Uh, and if you oh, do, okay. then with, oh, now I remember. Yeah, and it, and it, that's where I've heard it. <laughs> it's yeah. in the history that I erased. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that. I actually have my those are available to purchase, and I actually have my own uh, on the way in the post. So I'll be able to show it off next episode. Very oh, very nice. I get it now. <laughs> that's funny so we've got that uh, all available at hardlyfocused.com slash store um, in this episode jokes? I like jokes uh, why do women have boobs um, <laughs> coming up to in this episode uh, a friend of mine and also this is a, a very WAF oriented episode because a friend of mine from AF now Kevin is uh, uh, known for being on air my friend Eddie Brophy 
uh, known for uh, uh, off-air stuff. He was uh, one of the behind-the-scenes guys at WAF for, I think he was there for about four or five years, about as long as I was. And uh, he's a writer. He just uh, got his first book published, so I uh, am having a chat with him uh, during this episode. We actually have a, a, a couple of uh, discussions lined up with Eddie uh, to talk about his book and to talk about uh, just WAF. Just our memories of WAF. And what years was Eddie there? Do I know Eddie? Probably. He usually worked either like nights or weekends, but mm-hmm. he... Um, if I showed you a picture, you, you might recognize him. The problem is, um, and you know from having worked with me, a lot of the people that I might know, I didn't actually know. I would pass them in the hall on my way out of the building, or they'd be coming in or things like that, and I never really had a conversation. Right. Especially the nighttime people, because... Uh, the station was so far from where we lived. So yeah, I I, I I think it's right to call Eddie a weekend warrior, but he was there for uh, he was there for about five years. I say from probably like oh eight to twenty thirteen maybe. And uh, Eddie, I I don't know if you heard it or were present for it, but I uh, kind of threw Eddie under the bus during my on air confession. Uh oh. Uh, because I might have knocked the AAF transmitter off the air uh, during his board op shift. <laughs> I, I pressed the on button. On purpose? Uh, on accident. I was doing. I was helping him out by taking a transmitter reading, and I pressed the wrong button. Uh, it's their fault for putting the buttons right next to each other. God. That's funny. So, uh, yeah. So, we got that coming up. Uh, yeah, like I said, busy episode. Busy episode. But um, the big news, uh, yeah, uh, Ruth Bader Woo Woo Ginsburg. Um, <laughs> thank you for laughing, Mike. <laughs> that reference would be lost on anyone uh, who's both not from New England and under the age of 70. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. Um, and, and I'll tell you this for like the last two years, anytime I get a notification on my watch, on my phone about RBG, they, they would always word it the same. They'd say, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, 85. And then when you see that, you think like, oh, God, she's dead. And it was something like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, 85, takes a stand today to make a controversial decision. Or or they'd be talking about how she just like overcame cancer for the 20th time and uh, was out. So it it was almost like a cry wolf situation. The other night, it was actually when I was talking to Eddie, doing my interview with him. uh, I get the notification and I say, oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, 87. Oh, God, what happened now? She died. Oh, God, she died. She's actually dead. So, uh, they finally got to her. <clears throat> Death finally got to her. She couldn't just hold out for like two more months. Two more months, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, a very important figure for women's rights. And, um, uh, yeah, just having, having a woman of that power, too, uh, in her day was unheard of. Uh, Boston.com had a really good obituary about her and uh, mentioned that she said that she uh, had already made her three strikes in her position. And the three strikes being she was Jewish, she was a mother, and a woman. But, uh, Mike, what do, you, what do you think about... Uh, and, and, Kevin, I promise this is the only uh, huh? bit of politics that we'll get into <laughs> Oh, no, into that's here. fine. No, this is fine. <laughs> um, it's kind of hard to avoid these last four years talking about politics on this show. Yeah, and this is big, uh, too. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go back to it as soon as uh, things level up. We can talk about, uh, you know, uh, waifus and uh, and uh, the next update to uh, Skyrim. <laughs> Do you know, uh, Ruth uh, Ginsburg became Supreme Court Justice the year I started at WAF. 
Oh yeah, that's right. 1993. So yeah. she was yeah, she was there. She worked there longer than I worked at the radio station. <laughs> uh-huh. now, now was Greg having a field day with that way back in 93? I don't remember. Uh, he yeah, uh, back in 93 we weren't big on politics. We were more uh, rock and roll, rock and roll, local stuff and sports. And then we were heavily sports for a while. And then Greg slowly got into the uh, you know becoming like uh, the Rush Limbaugh of rock radio of rock radio yeah. boy boy do i wish i was uh coherent <laughs> and and you know not four years old back then boy would that have just been a time to have been working uh been working there yeah um, oh before he uh went into politics oh yeah yeah well, before hey. he lost his mind yeah you miss miss some good stuff back when he had a unibrow yes best of times it was the worst of times yes i'd say more blurst than worse the blurst of times Mike, what do you think about uh, McConnell, you know, six years ago or not six, four years ago? Saying well, that, uh, seeing as I don't want any Secret Service people, uh, obscure reference to AAF, um, <laughs> uh, coming knocking on my door. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I will be at least somewhat measured in my response that he is a soulless, carrion asshole that um, does deserve to, uh, you know, pay his two cents uh, to the River Styx um, because... Uh, he is literally just a, a hyper political hypocrite, and uh, I can't stand him breathing. Uh, that's the nicest way I can put it, without literally going down the rabbit hole and getting my getting my family in trouble with the law. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> Knocking on the door, Sarah answering, Mike. Why are there people in suits and badges <laughs> and guns drawn? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't make any direct threats. Okay, I'm very careful. <laughs> okay, Spaz. Yeah. <laughs> um, the man just looks like a turtle. Forever will look like a turtle. I do remember. Um, I did call back in the day. I might have at this point it was probably 2016, which is back in the day, which feels like forever ago. I remember calling um, Senator Warren's. Um, I don't know. I think it was like the Washington bureau, maybe the Boston one, just because Mitch was doing something stupid, and she is officially my senator. So regardless of whether you support her or not, she's your senator. You call her and say, "Hey, here's my opinion," and I. Uh, back, this is back before she got really huge because she was getting Pocahontas. Uh, so an actual live person picked up and it's like, Hey, you know, I'm a constituent. Uh, here's my opinion. And then I mentioned like, look, you need to deal with Yertle the turtle. And the guy broke out laughing <laughs> knowing I was talking about Mitch McConnell. Like, hey, thank you. For, like, he was like, I appreciate it. That one actually, I think made it to her because of that comment. So didn't even have to say his name. No, I didn't have to sit in. Like, listen, you need to deal with Yertle the turtle over there. And she, he was like, <laughs> "All right." Uh, you think he's a hypocrite for you know what he said four years all, ago? All about- he does is, is care about power and putting the most conservative judges in. He doesn't care about the future of America because what it's going to do is can completely fuck everything up. And uh, <laughs> um, literally, all it's going to do is is take us back to before nineteen sixty four. Um, back when everybody thinks everything was hunky dory, as long as you're a straight white man, you're fine. Um, but the problem is he only cares about power. He doesn't care about the future. And he's literally fucking over my family, your family and everybody else. <laughs> Get the look on Kevin's face. Yeah. My daughter's in the room. It's just funny watching Mike uh, swear. Like, yeah. like a big boy. Yeah. yeah. I really don't care. <gasps> she doesn't care. She's yeah. I, I, I believe she should have responded with, I don't give a shit, but her dad's there. So. She would never. She's a sweet girl. How dare you? She's a lady. <laughs> Listen, I'm just drawing. She's just drawing. 
Uh, on a scale from one to ten, how fucked do you think we are? Um, I don't know yet. I know that verbally, Murkowski out of Alaska has said she's not going to, but we all know that her and Susan Collins play lip service and have no fucking backbone, so they're probably going to vote straight party ticket anyway. So I, I, I think, honestly, Romney is going to have enough balls to be like, look, this guy's an asshole, even though I won't say that word because I'm Mormon and I don't drink coffee. But I think he's a very bad person, and I'm not going to vote for anything that he does. So I, I think at least you've got one person uh, with an R after his name that's going to flip. The question is, can you get three more? Murkowski and Collins need to because they're in a tight Senate race, and they should have a goddamn conscience. And then there's a couple other Republicans that may or may not, because they're no, they're no longer running and they don't have a, any skin in the game to worry about playing you know, to Mitch's, you know, ball sack. But other than that, <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's a long shot. I, I really, I'm really worried that if they try to ram something in, uh, there's going to be a million armed man march, you know, oh, Jesus. it's going to be that bad. Yeah. Uh, just, just, uh, another cherry on top for the year 2020. You want this seat? I hope you never get it. And the person that that's on the short list is like, oh, she's a fucking huge cunt. I got to say that this person that they've already mentioned, like on the short list of like, she's number one to get nominated. Oh, no, 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 no. Kevin, she is your, sucks. Is your daughter learning a lot of new words? No, she's heard these. Okay. Before. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's going to be like uh, when uh, was it Kavanaugh, right? Like when Ka Kavanaugh at least is like just some dude bro that like to drink beers and rail chicks in college Oof. Um, and i i think he's less malicious and just more just dude bro ignorant uh even though he's a judge somehow um because uh, you know because it's who he is uh he's a crybaby uh but this the, yeah this this is like a heartless heartless bitch that is uh that's on the short list like, i just so i read a list quickly of like the stuff that she as a judge is like, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Like, hey, if, uh, you know, if, if we've got, you know, parents at the border with their kids, can we keep them together? No, separate them out. I don't like them. I don't care if they're getting tortured. Screw them. Send them back. Like, okay. All right. I, yeah, I really don't like your style. So, uh, well, there you go. There's uh, Mike, <laughs> his thoughts without getting himself I, arrested. I, th th this is me being <laughs> relatively calm about it. <laughs> Because I know we've got to at least keep our one listener to the next segment where we're not going to be political. Um, Kevin, how vividly do you remember that day that Spaz got busted? Uh, I don't remember much except for the uh, the Secret Service showing up yeah. at the station. I do remember that. I remember I was in the studio, Shoe and Spaz. And I don't think... Spaz even realized the severity of of the comments. He never even probably didn't remember saying it, right? And all of a sudden, Greg comes into the studio, and Greg just goes, "Spaz, I would never lie to you. The Secret Service is here." And we're just like, we look up and we're like, "Yeah, yeah, what? What?" And he's like, "The Secret uh -huh, Service." Here. Funny, funny, haha, -ha, yeah. And then uh, Dan, the head of security, yep. comes in, and oh my god, was that man's face just red? And he's just like, "Anthony, come with me now." 
<laughs> Not spaz. You know you're in trouble when your real name comes out. <laughs> and then we didn't see spaz again for like two weeks. It was, I mean, it was wild. It was like the first example we saw in person of the government being able to just immediately latch on to anything. Yeah. Because it was, just, you had to refresh my memory. It was just something he said, right? Yeah. On the radio. Yeah. A specific word in in conjunction with another word in a sentence that made them think, uh-oh, we got to go check out this Oswald. Uh, and, that, and that was like, what was the turnaround time on that? Wasn't it? It was like the seven o'clock hour that he said something? Yeah, it was like seven or eight, and they were there. They, they waited for the show to end. They were there. I but think they were the already they there. Wait, like, they were there, and they waited. They're like, we're going we're gonna to be nice. We'll play nice. We'll wait for the show to end. We won't bust, it, bust the door down at 835. Because it was like, it had to have been like... 10 15 minutes after 10 yeah and uh time to go home right um <laughs> the exact words and I'll, I'll have to redact some of it but it was storming a certain location with a certain instrument right yeah he was yeah. he was on a rant about something uh, anti-obama so um oh the good old days when we everybody thought obama was the worst thing that ever happened to the country right yeah. <laughs> 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 he's, he's gonna have a beer with this guy and this other guy in a public forum how are tan suit <laughs> um let's take a quick breather kevin i know you're you're kind of pressed for time here um so let's take a quick breather and then uh we'll come back um and enjoy the few minutes that we have with Kevin. Uh, a segment that we had on Talk Radio Meltdown that we're bringing back for this show under a new name. It's called Hardly Shuffled. And here it is. Hardly Focused presents Hardly Shuffled. Hardly Shuffled. Check out the songs that we are currently listening to. Deftones. Ohm. The Bets. Happy Unhappy. Gojira, born in winter. Stop light observations. Smilers of the night. Hear more and follow the Hardly Shuffled playlist on Spotify at hardlyfocused.com slash shuffled. Hardlyfocused.com slash shuffled.